Hello, welcome, well done for finding us. We're recording this live from Scotland as an audio podcast, but also as a video for our YouTube channel as well, so feel free to check us out over there as well. My name's Simon, I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Brucey. Today is November the 18th, 2021. This is The Burick. In 2021, bored of lockdown, three friends began producing a podcast. Today, still going strong, they continue to talk nonsense. If you're having trouble sleeping, and if you can find it, maybe you should listen to the Burick. Well, for those eagle-eared listeners out there, you'll notice I only introduced one person this week. Uh, Brucey, how are you? Um, I'm really well. I'm really well, thanks, Simon. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing good. Doing good. I'm in, I'm enjoying good the peace. <laughs> our uh, our esteemed colleague uh, and second sort of co-host Jimmy D is otherwise engaged this evening. Uh, his son's birthday today, so I guess we should say happy birthday, Glenn. Happy uh, birthday, Glenn. Enjoy your day. Yeah, we probably should mention um, that. I James think I don't know about you. Forgot it until like three hours before the burek. Should we? I was going to say, I don't know if we should, but you know, that's that's what I got, took from his message earlier. He'd actually forgotten it was Glenn's birthday, and uh, <laughs> he was probably reminded this morning that he was doing something. <laughs> he was actually doing something tonight. <laughs> uh, I mean, he tried to say it was, you know, it was the book that he'd forgot to mention, but you know, it wasn't until we started texting about tonight's show that that we found out. So, you know, draw your own conclusion. Yeah, exactly. And. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I know another thing's happened, Bruce. And I'm not saying it's uh, connected in any way, but uh, we actually started on time tonight. You know, we know. met on time and kicked off on time. Yep. yep. Just saying. Running into speed. Saying. I know. It's a good thing. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how have you been anyway? It's been a couple of weeks. How's things? Yeah, good. Good. I mean, I was saying to you just before we came on, it's uh, this time of year, particularly um, for me or in teaching, it seems to be quite a treadmill. You know, November is sort of notoriously the only, pretty sure it's the only month of the year where there's no bank holidays or there's no holiday within the month of November. Every other month has got at least a bank holiday in it. Um, and I think just because you're working towards Christmas and whatever, it's it just feels like, just day after day, it just feels very repetitive, just getting through to the next thing, to the next thing, and suddenly it's the weekend again, and, and then suddenly, you know, it's nearly, nearly December, and uh, yeah, it just feels like a, I don't, can't really describe it in any other way than a sort of treadmill at the moment. So, not not an, a horrendous one in any way, but it just feels like a kind of constant momentum. Is how it feels. What about you? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, exactly. I mean, Christmas is is looming, uh, and I think that does seem to make things speed up. Uh, you know, uh, unlike the rest of the year, perhaps it took a while to get here, but now from here onwards, I think it's going to go really quite quickly. Um, and because obviously I think it's partly down to you know you suddenly start having things on <laughs> towards Christmas you know nights out or meals with people or whatever and uh, suddenly it all sort of you know you've got you know a few days to the next thing and then a few days to the next thing and before you know it you're like you say middle of December and uh, decorating the house and all that sort of stuff it's happening I know I was texting a, uh, a good friend of mine the other day and we were trying to arrange to meet up with families and it was like what about this day no what about that day no. <laughs> All right. Well, what about a midweek? Oh, no, I can't do that because of this. All right. What about in between Christmas and New Year? 
Oh, well, I'm doing some of the 28th. Oh, you're doing some of the 29th. <laughs> it's like, 2022? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's only, it's only November. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's crazy. Uh, but here's a question for you. Um, we've got a big debate in our house at the moment. Now, this, bearing in mind, today is the 18th of November. Yeah. I was asked this evening by my youngest to get the Christmas tree from the loft for her. Uh, now, 18th of November, Bruce, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? I'm, okay, I'm, I'm very much... Uh, Christmas is a December thing kind of guy, if I'm honest. It's not. I, I know that you know you're you're quite a big Christmassy kind of family. I, I quite like Christmas, but it's not my it's not my favourite thing in the whole year. So I'm I'm probably anti. I would say if I was trying to be diplomatic, maybe the month before the 28th might be the way to do it. But uh, that's the dog right. just he's giving his opinion. Uh, not 28th, 25th even. Um, <laughs> you know that might be the way to. That might be the way to. You're right, pal. Yeah, he's trying to get the pack of crisps that's uh, that's over there. Yeah, he's not called James, is he? No, no. <laughs> no. As noisy as some boy. Uh, so that yeah, would be sorry. I think sorry. I've. Um, sorry, <laughs> no, I, th- I think I've. Uh, I think we've come to an arrangement that it's going to be the last weekend in November, 26th or something, 27th of November, I think. Um, mm, but yeah, no, it does happen quite early in our house. And uh, I don't know, it's nice when it's up, I guess. But um, you've always, yeah, it is nice, I suppose. But everything looks quite bare when it comes down. That's the only thing in January. But there yeah. Go. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it's been a big day in the BT house anyway uh, this today, Brucey. I don't know if you're aware. I don't know if I mentioned it. Hazel's in a, in a Netflix film which has been released today i have been following the countdown on uh on twitter so uh yes, yes. So, it's out today uh, is it it's out today the princess yeah. switch three um and uh yeah we've watched it uh it's a, it's a nice little family christmasy film so nice. uh, if you've got kids anyone's out there got family it's worth a watch but yes my wife hazel is in it uh she's got three good scenes and a, a nice bit in the end credits as well so it's uh Good, right. good, all good, good right. fun. Um, so, uh, if you're looking for something to watch at the weekend, you know. Brilliant. I was just um, sorry, quick aside. Um, we had a chap in at, uh, at work the other day from Screen Scotland who was talking about mm-hmm. just the absolute boom that there's been in filming in Scotland, um, partly because of the pandemic and the backlog of, of of bits and bobs, but that it's just become a real destination for 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 you know big um, films over the last few years and. He was saying that um, if you decided you wanted to film something in Scotland now, there's a there's a minimum of six month waiting list, probably more like eight months, right. before you could get crew to film it. Um, there's no, just, really, there's not right, enough okay. backstage crew to, to film at the moment, so it's become it's become a real destination um, for filming. So, yeah. Well, I, d- I did notice that there's um, I think it's next week. There's another Netflix film coming out, which again was filmed. In Edinburgh uh, for Christmas, which is called um, it's called a Castle for Christmas, uh, and that um, was filmed at the I think it's the Dalmeny Estate by oh, the yeah. by the bridges. So that's another one that was done in Scotland last year, I guess as well. So um, and of course you've got Outlander, uh, you know, all over the place, and you've got the studios in Edinburgh now, and yeah, yeah. it's all yeah. happening, which is good. Well, if you think you know, as you're Fast and Furious, of course, that was the main one. Yeah, well, that was big. Yeah, well, if you think, obviously, you know, we were both uh, yeah. extras for the Da Vinci Code, you know, back in the day. Although you you made the cut more than oh, I. Yeah. Did. Um, uh, that was huge. That my head did. 
Yeah, well, that was lovely. Very nice. But that at the time was was um, uh, was huge. Like the fact that they were they were filming a Hollywood film here was was kind of mad. And then in the last, mm. what, I don't know, three or four years, it's become like, you know, it's like four filming at the same time. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's Hollywood buses. You wait for one, and then four come along at once. But um, <clears throat> so uh, that's 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 nice. So that's like I say, that's this weekend's viewing. If you're at a loss, um, other things to talk about this week, though, Brucey. We're going. We mentioned off air a bit of politics. So maybe we should address the politics in the room. I went the politics. Okay, <laughs> it's been a how busy week in politics. How long's my rant? What did James do last week? Was it about four minutes? Was it? <laughs> oh, you got a good twenty minutes or something. Okay. Yeah, go for right. it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, oh God, I mean. I mean, genuinely, don't know where to start. If you think about what's happened over the last couple of weeks, I mean, there's the vote yeah, to right. save our pal getting investigated, but actually, you know, um, I suppose that was just that was just happening, wasn't it, when we when we did the last book? So, mm-hmm. and then they hit reverse and all that. So that was mad. You've had the whole, you know, cash for peerages investigation that's, you know, been rejected, but still looks very dubious to me. Um, I think the one that's really annoyed me this week is the second jobs business. Sorry, don't know about you, but mm-hmm. the the fact that certain Conservative MPs have come out and said, you know, eighty-two thousand pounds is, you know, it's a bit tough for some people to live on, and you know, these well, these hardworking yeah. people really deserve a chance to go and earn four hundred grand in the Caribbean, and um, is okay, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, that that's the one that's really well, boiled my blood. To, it is hard to run a, a second a castle in the in the hills uh, on eighty two thousand pound a year. Yeah. Probably cleaning the moat by itself <laughs> uh, costs that. Uh, I would imagine. Uh, no, it's it's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a it's a it's a funny one, isn't it? Because. I don't know if anyone is really not allowed to have a second job. I mean, I've never asked at my work, but if I was to get a second job, would anyone bother? Does it go against any rules of my employment? I don't know. So um, I don't know whether, you know, uh, they should be allowed to or not. And I, I don't know. I guess your argument is they're not spending enough time doing what they're supposed to be doing because they've got a second job somewhere. Well, I suppose in your job you'll you'll be contracted to a certain number of hours per week and and what have you and you have to be there and, and that's the bit I don't understand if you're paid to be an MP surely there's an expectation that you're available to your constituents and that you're involved in parliamentary business and and you are available to the taxpayer for I don't know 35 to 40 hours per week. So mm-hmm. so are these second jobs happening? in their own time are they happening mm-hmm. at the weekend I, it doesn't look like it to me it looks like they're doing them at the same time in some cases they're actually doing the business from the commons so they're being paid by the taxpayer and the taxpayer is actually subsidising them doing their second job <laughs> in terms of the office that they're in whilst they're getting paid two jobs yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, think, I think what really sticks in my craw though is, is that what, it was only a couple of weeks ago they took £20 off universal credit by basically implying that people were, you know, enjoying a little bit ex- too much extra money on eighty pound a fortnight mm. or whatever it is that they're on, and um, and then it's pretty much the same. There's a clip on Twitter at the moment of the same Tory MP saying, you know, that you know, well, basically they're they're there's people who are taking the Mickey out of this eighty pound a week, 
And then he's defending second job, saying, well, you know, we've got to think about people's families and the impact on people's families for, <laughs> for them not being able to survive yeah, yeah. on this money. And, and, and the hypocrisy of that, you know, without getting into a James rant, drives me, drives me absolutely mad. It's certainly a different world they all seem to be living in or circulating in or whatever. Yeah. Most of them anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess any party that was in power, you probably... Would would bear the brunt of everyone's frustration and and hatred and whatever whatever they're doing, but it does seem that the Tory, Tories um, do seem to try and get away with a lot of stuff, uh, and they try and change the rules a lot, and you know they're but they get away with it. That's the thing. That's what really annoys me. I think it doesn't matter what it is. They, at the moment, they seem to be able to do pretty much whatever they want uh, to whoever they want, and there's no one that can uh, well stop them basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously go into the whole thing but when you're supported by most of the media being right-wing supporters that helps considerably and as we've said before i think that it's the first past the post system that's the problem is that these politics you know their majority means that they are impregnable really in terms of in terms of deciding what they want to do and a system where once they're in they can do what they want is you know Mm-hmm. more and more undemocratic yeah. as you as you go on you know i mean i think there's an argument to say mm. someone could have a second job if they're doing something which is in the national interest like a doctor or a i don't know um a lawyer even to a certain extent you know at least they're involved in the in the day-to-day machinations of what's going on in the in the you know uh in the country being a consultant in the Caribbean for another country doesn't, to me, seem to be a particularly valuable, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, and also, at what point? At what point is is being an MP your second job if you're being paid four hundred thousand pounds a year to do wow. your second job? You know? Yeah, it's like MP becomes your part time uh, part time job for your pocket money, basically. Well, I mean, um, at that level. Um, and and the same guy oh, was, was claiming there was eighteen hundred pounds a month for his blooming second home as well. So you know, it's like noses in the trough. Yeah. I know, I know. I mean, I guess the playing devil's advocate. I guess I mean, and I'm not saying it's right in any way, but the rules are there, and they're just they're sort of milking it for what they can. I mean, the rules need to change, which is what hopefully is going to be happening. I guess, but because you know these things are in place, and you can claim this money for your second home you can get your second job people are always going to milk it i guess we would probably probably try and do the same i guess you know if we were in that position i don't know but um i guess it's the problem is that the rules have to change and and that's what needs to happen i guess well it's the ethos isn't it it's that it's that is the sort of um part of the basis of that whole conservative ethos which is i i need to sort myself out if i work hard and get my money i'll sort myself out and and that's fine, and I can get as much as I want. And, you know, I, I don't really hide the fact that I try to be more socialist in my leanings and, and try to think about, well, do I really need all that? Try to have a little bit more sort of view or empathy for other people. And and I think that's where that politics is is very dangerous because ultimately it does lead to, well, I'm just going to I'm gonna get what I can get for me and hell, hell mend everyone else. And I think we're slowly, it's taken... Time, but a, we're really starting to see the ugly face of that in uh, in the Tories at the moment. In my humble opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't. I mean, I don't, I'm not. 
you know, in any way a political strategist in any way. Um, but I suspect they've taken the goodwill perhaps they've earned through the pandemic in terms of getting, you know, the vaccination system up and running and all that sort of stuff. And they're trying to maybe get away with some other stuff based on the back of that. But, you know, while people are still perhaps, uh, you know, in, in their good books, if you like. Or, yeah. But uh, I think it's, yeah, people aren't stupid. So, um People will know what's happening, and people do, and the other parties are all picking up on it. And yeah, know, well, for the first I time guess. in as long as I can remember, the polls actually changed over the last week. There's actually a, a hit of significance in the last poll that I saw. So yeah, finally, and I think you're right. I think the vaccines saved them in many ways because mm. you know the number of deaths and all that was horrendous in terms of COVID. Still is the numbers are still sky sky high. But because the vaccines were rolled out very successfully initially, although if you look at the numbers now, not so much, but hey-ho, um, I think the, that has kind of put a massive sheen over a lot of, a lot of stuff. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I think so. Um, talking of vaccines, uh, you've got vaccine passports, which in Scotland may be introduced to a wider, uh, sort of wider audience uh, in the next few weeks. Um, I know that the theatre in Edinburgh, Playhouse, for example, you still have, you have to show a vaccine passport to get in at the moment. Uh, but they're talking about extending that to visitor attractions, uh, you know, cafes, all that sort of stuff. Come December, so um, what your what your thoughts on that? Would you you know have you got your passport sorted out? Oh, I mean, I I can see the scepticism around vaccine passports, you know, and that thing of. It's almost like an identity card via the back door, isn't it? It's that it's that slight state-controlled thing mm. that that is a little bit, I don't know, 1984 or something. You know, it's got just a kind of uh, big brother thing, which which I, I get makes makes us uncomfortable. Although, as I've just said, I think probably the fact that we're still in the grips of the pandemic, still hundreds of people dying every day, um, that. I think it's, I think it's in the short term, a legitimate thing, would be my current viewpoint. I mean, I've had to download mine to go to the football mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. You know, I had to have it for that, so so I did. But yeah. I, I I sort of recognise the, I sort of recognise the scepticism, although I'm I'm not quite there yet. What about you? Um, I mean, I guess. I... I mean, to be honest, yeah, I mean, to be honest, we're not really sort of heading out many places yet, uh, whether that's just choice or whether it's, you know, still a bit unsure of things, whatever. So, I mean, we haven't sort of been anywhere, I mean, I haven't certainly been anywhere where I've needed to use a passport um, yet. Um, from the, the flip side of things, sort of working in a visitor attraction, I can see how that potentially is going to hit the visitor attraction sector. Um, because people might not not have the vaccine passport yet, or want to do it, want to show it, you know, all these things, and that might keep them away even more than they already are. So, I mean, from that side of things, it's it's a little bit concerning, I guess. But, but no, I mean, I, generally, I'm I'm all for things, I guess, that will help us get through this and keep people safe. Um, and if that's what it takes for the next, you know, six months, I don't think I want to see everyone have to carry something for the next forever and show something forever. Um, but I think maybe for the next six months or a year or whatever, you know, then that is probably a justifiable thing to have to do. Um, yeah, I listened to I a debate know. the other night on a, on a Radio 5 Live, I think it was, about, you know, that people's it's, it's removing people's right to choose what they put in their own bodies. And 
you know, there's there is an there is merit in that, I suppose. You know, why should if I if I have decided for whatever reason that I don't want the the vaccine, why should that you know that restriction of my liberty to mm. make me not be able to then go to the cinema or like you say the theatre or something? Mm. I I can see how that is not you know a brilliant um, a brilliant thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, as you say, I think I yeah. think the majority of people I think are in of a similar view, which is you know given the given this where we were and what have you that it's a necessary evil at the moment. But I think they will struggle to keep them. I mean, it's, it's a bit like most of the restrictions, isn't it? That people will accept them, I think, for a certain length of time and then probably say, right, yeah. no, enough now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other thing is, of course, it's going to put, put pressure on the on the venues themselves to have to sort of, um, you know, check these passports. And, you know, already, uh, you know, it was Hazel that went to the show in the Playhouse and they had to arrive an hour earlier, I think, to... Um, they were told to arrive an hour earlier to get give themselves time to get in with the yeah. the vaccine check. So that all that's going to you know you know perhaps take away from the enjoyment of doing things. But uh, how do you police we it? See, hopefully, as well you know you get these security guard on you know minimum wage student yeah. going. Where's your vaccine passport? I've not got one. I don't want one. You know what are they going to do? <laughs> well. That's the question as well, isn't it? Yeah, do you just let them in? Do you turn a blind eye? I don't know. Um, somebody, I think, <laughs> I was hearing the story at, at the playhouse. A lady had turned up with a, a vaccine passport which had a man's name on it. She was using someone else's phone or whatever for the the passport. Nice. So I don't know what actually happened in that situation, but uh, obviously people maybe are uh, always going to try and break the rules and bend them a little bit. So. Yeah. We shall see, but uh, but no. In terms of numbers, I believe they're as, almost as high as they were sort of six months ago. Now uh, I was hearing. So uh, yeah, I think in terms of infections. Yeah, I think I think the link mm. to the more serious illness is still getting better, as far as I understand it. But in terms of the actual infection, it's absolutely rife. I think. Um, yeah. Which is you know a shame. Uh, yeah. One one would hope to well, be. Hopefully, this time next year we'll not yeah. be talking about uh, COVID on the Burek. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, I mean, there's lots of other political stuff going on, but we probably shouldn't, you know, drag it down too much. Let's try and, uh, you know, we're heading towards Christmas. Let's try and keep it light and fluffy. Uh, (laughs) But it's been nice to be able to hear your voice for 20 minutes, Bruce. Ditto, Si. I'd forgotten what it sounded like. It's lovely. It's nice. Nice to have a conversation. It's beautiful. Beautiful. It is. Oh, we should probably do our uh, weekly um, darkness check for Andrew. Darkness check. Um, Yeah. I can confirm at 5 to 10, uh, it is dark outside. Yeah, those nights are fair drawing in. They really are fair drawing in. Although, they really are. I, mean, I should say, four. four weeks till the shortest day when the nights will start drawing out again. Well, there you go. So Always look on the uh, right side of things. Uh, right, good. Well, that was a nice wee chat. Maybe we should move on because we're we are sort of twenty three minutes into the podcast, so. so it's probably and knowing what these quiz questions are like, Bruce, we might Uh-oh. have to move on. Okay, <laughs> you're either going to get them very quickly or not it's at all. Not, probably. Or it's not happening. Uh, okay. This is your turn. To do the so, because James is uh, not here, the quiz okay. is going to be slightly different. It's basically going to be uh, you uh, and the audience can play okay. along at home. Sure thing. Um, I do have. I tried these questions out earlier, okay. and I was laughed at basically. So oh we'll see how you got on with them. 
You were um, laughed at because they were so are, easy, or laughed at because they were because they were too complex. No, they were a little bit. Some a couple of them were a little bit maybe uh, complex and slightly left field. Um, okay, but I'll maybe save them till last. See how you get on, and if we've got yeah. some time, we can try the the, the the worst one of the lot. Okay. Um, so they're all uh, they're all Scottish place names as okay. always. Um, they're little cryptic clues. Uh, We'll just work our way through, and we'll see how many we get through. I have got ten, but we don't have to do ten. Um, So let's start with the. I would say the easiest one. All right, and it is Ed's not out, but he is cold. Uh, Ed's not out. Ed's not out, but he is cold. Would that be Edinburgh? That would be Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Well done. Edinburgh. Okay. All right. Well, Bing won. It's not All right. right. So I'm happy roll. now. Whatever. Right. It's already better than James's. On the scorecard. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here we go. Here's the next okay. one then. This is one of the ones I was, um, an eyebrow was raised at me. Okay. Okay. An, in, an impatient Scottish auto trader lives like a pig. God. An impatient Scottish auto trader lives like a pig. Oh man! Okay. Uh, like now the the order of these clues aren't necessarily the order of the word it makes, if you see what I mean. So. All oh, right. Okay. Well, what? Was so. Uh, uh, okay. Car salesman, used salesman. I'm going to think out loud. Lives like a pig. Yeah, please do. It'll be interesting rather than quiet noise. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. That's not worked. I'm going to think of some some Scottish. Scottish. If I could offer a clue of any kind, it would be okay. to sort of work out the the pig bit first. That might okay. give it away. Swine looks like a pig. Oh, so it lives like a pig. Muck, muck. Uh, what does he? What does a pig live in? Maybe is what you want to think about. Dirt. Swine sty. Ah. Sty lives like a pig. Okay, he lives like right. a pig. Sty. Okay. Car. Car. Carnusty. Uh-huh. Carnusty. Well done. Car. Carnu. Car. You want the carnu? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would yeah, be the trader. Well that would be the customer, surely. Auto trader. I just thought cars. You know, the magazine oh, auto trader. Right. Car Car buyer. A car buyer. I might have got. Okay, fair enough. I, I like it. I got there, though. I got there. Right. You I'm got happy. there. You got there. Got there. Okay. All right. Well okay. done. Two for two so far. Right. Uh, right for everyone at home as well. This is the third one. Love it. A theatre orchestra workplace. A still water, and a Star Wars heroine. And that would be Pit Lockery. That would be Pit Lockery. Well done, Bruce. Thanks. Thanks. That was very good. Right, okay. That I'm going to miss the next one. James Better. was fast. James Better time him himself and see if he gets that <laughs> as fast as me. I want to <laughs> see how many seconds it takes him to get that. And you have to say, you haven't had the prior look at these or anything. So that was nope, straight off the bat. Well done. Right. Uh, oh, we're rattling through these then. Right, the next one that I'm going to give you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, a Swedish supergroup. That cuts down trees, but not at night. Aberdeen? Oh no, Aber- no. All right, it cuts down, cuts down trees, but not at night. That's correct. Yes. Uh, 
a Swedish supergroup that cuts down trees, but not at night. Oh, Aberfeldy. Aberfeldy, yes. Aberfeldy. Aberfeldy. It's amazing what you come up with when you drive home from work. Right, okay. <laughs> um, okay. Right, a fi- here's one. <clears throat> a finished, solid, straight distance between two points. So this one needs to be broken down a little bit. So it's a finished, solid, straight distance between two points. Uh, would that be Dunfermline? That would be Dunfermline, yes. Well Dunfermline. Dunfermline. Well Isn't it? Isn't it? Right. Okay. Uh, well, I thought we didn't have time for all these, but we're rattling through them. Right, okay, okay. so this one. Um, now, this just depends on how, how, how well you were listening earlier on. Oh, Today's birthday boy and friends. Len. Oh no. Len. I'm looking at the whiskey over here, that's confusing me. <laughs> Len Rothis? No. No. Today's birthday boy and friends. Len. Uh... Oh. Uh, friends, pals, chums. Glenn Powell's Glenn Chum's on. No! Oh no, I thought you'd get this one. Uh, Can I give you a clue? Um, Oh no. It's. I can't really give you a clue, I don't think. I can't think of a clue they give you. Uh, That's supposed to be what the question is, sir. Well, I know, I know, that's true. Right, give me the. It's only right at the first bit. Give me the clue as you've written it again. Right. Today's birthday boy and friends. So it's Glenn. Glennon. Glennon. Oh, come on. Like, come back to right. it. I'll come back to it. Okay, we'll come back to it. Okay, okay. 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 Uh, right, so the next one, then moving on. Um, a vowel legally prohibited. Oh. Vowel legally prohibited. And legally oh. prohibited is the yep. Got it. Go for it. Oh, ban. <laughs> oh, ban. Well done. Oh, ban. <laughs> yes, well done. Well done. Right. Uh, I think you've got seven out of uh, eight so far, or se- six out of Glenn seven so friends. far. Sorry. Six out of seven. Out at the moment. Oh, it'll come to me. Okay. Right. Uh, next one. An unofficial takeover. Played in just the right amount of golf shots. So it's an unofficial takeover. Played in just the right amount of golf shots. Oh. Uh, oh. I've got that as well, I think. Cooper. Cooper. Well done. Cooper. Cooper. Uh, right. Do you want to do some more? Got two more. Two more. Come on, then. We might as well finish uh, it off. Two Let's more. Go. Here we go, then. Right. If everyone's still listening. Uh, <laughs> right. Wear, the, <laughs> wear this to keep you warm as you use this to cross over the tea. Use this to keep you warm as you cross- use this to cross over the tea. Well, I'm assuming that's boat. Uh, oh no! 
I would just suggest perhaps you think of all the different ways you could cross over the T. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. I see. That's good. Thanks. Okay. Uh, um, mm. uh, Bonnie, Bonnie Bridge? Oh, well, you're As close. In, you're very close. You're 50% right. Borough Bridge? Oh, jeez. Okay, so leave that one with me. We'll leave that one? Okay, so we're leaving that one and we're leaving Glenn's one. So, well, I can try... <laughs> Alright, I'm going to go for the last one here, Bruce. That okay, was, uh, you got laughed at. I shouldn't, but here we go. We got okay. laughed out of the house, this one. All right. right. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, we're sort of harking back to the Mel and Kim uh, period here. Oh, right, okay. You've got to think a bit lateral about this one. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Right. Jeffrey and Friends... Uh-huh. Might move the might move the middle of their shop into Musselburgh's honest nickname. <laughs> so Jeffrey and friends, yeah, might move the middle of their shop into Musselburgh's honest nickname. The middle now, of their shop. You living living in Musselburgh, probably I've got that. Tune. I've part, got I've got part the tune bit. Tune. Yeah. Well done. Okay. So Jeffrey and friends might move the middle of their shop. Okay. Well, so you've got to think a little I bit back to. I think I know who. Back to who your you childhood. Mean. I just can't remember what the I'm quite what the middle of the shop reference. Okay. So it's a so ton. It's a little bit of left field. This one. It's a ton. What is a rainbow? We're we talking about rainbow here. We're not talking about Rainbow, that's what Hazel went for as well, and it's not Rainbow, ah, no, I'm afraid. Okay. Um, Jeffrey and Friends. So if, if you can think of any other Jeffrey and Friends, oh. if you think about this time of year, okay. and um, adverts that used to be on at this time of year, when we were growing up. You might have lost me on this one. It's a shop that, to be fair, no longer exists, I'm afraid. Oh. Although I believe... There is one branch coming back. Okay. So it is topical. Woolworths? No. no. I think you've no. lost me here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I may have I'm lost you on this one. Now. All right. Well, if I was to tell you that Jeffrey and Friends work at Toys R Us. Oh, right. Would that help? Okay. So they <laughs> take the middle of their shop into the honest nickname. That would be R. Toys R. Us. Correct. R, yes, correct. R. Tune. So, Center. So, Air Town so Center. Put that into the put that into the middle of the nickname, or somewhere in the middle of the nickname. You're so close. <laughs> well, everyone, so everyone at home is listening and shouting at me, screaming at me now. <laughs> I'm only cocky because I made it up. Tune. You've got Tune. You've got R. You're going to put R in the middle of Tune. What have you got? Torrin. No. Uh, <laughs> when I say middle, maybe I mean second letter in. Um, <laughs> Troun. Oh, that famous Scottish Scottish town. Troun. <laughs> Troon. Oh yes. Okay. Good. I I get you. I get you. Troon. Troon. Okay. Well done. That was a that was a bit of a, a late night one. That one. 
Okay. <laughs> but you've done rest, incredibly well. Bruce. The rest were good, well. sir. The rest were good. The rest, yeah, I can't Okay, thanks. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. Uh, Glenn so is, you've got, the, Glenn one's annoying me. Glenn's really... You, we might kick yourself with this one if I give you the answer. Um, do you want the answer? Yeah, just go for it. I can't think of it. Glenn Cole. Yeah, Glenn and Cole, Glenn and Davis Friends. Glenn. Yep. Yeah, I was thinking of Towns. Uh, yeah. And what was the other one you got? It oh, the, the last one, wasn't it? Uh, Somewhere Bridge, Butter Bridge. Something Bridge, yeah, yeah. So what do you wear to keep yourself warm, Bruce, if you're oh, out? Oh, well, hat, night. scarf, hat bridge, yep. scarf bridge. Anything else? Yeah. Jacket, coat, coat bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, coat bridge. There oh, you go. I'm annoyed by that one. Uh, I'm annoyed about that one. I have to say, yeah. you did... Uh, well, let's take out the Jeffrey one because that wasn't. That wasn't really <laughs> was, uh, well, so let's see got, if anyone got it because you know it might, it might be me, but I struggled. To you got get seven, out, seven out of nine legitimately there. Seven okay. out of nine legitimately. Seven out of so nine well did get the bonus question. Well, oh well, there you go. Let's let's do know if you beat if you good. could beat me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If anyone got more than seven out of nine, uh, <laughs> let us know. But uh, I'm pleased you got them. Well done. That was good. Right. Uh, I think he probably did better than James would have done, to be honest. Oh well, we'll never know because he will not. He will not fess up. We'll, with it, let's face it. No, that's true. That's true. Um, but speaking of James, as we weren't, um, yeah. that's the quiz. Normally, we would move into the uh, the whiskey section, but uh, unfortunately, because James isn't here, we we can't do a whiskey section. Um, well, oh wait, maybe. maybe you could do a whiskey section, Bruce. Okay, Bruce. Well, Sai, what I thought was, just for once, since James is away, Bruce yep. will play with with the whiskey. So I had a had a rake in the cupboard, and I found my one one bottle of whiskey that I couldn't have. I'm not a big as big a whiskey connoisseur as Jim, but I thought, do you know what? I've seen him do it over the last few weeks. I've been listening to what he's saying. I've been trying to. I mean, the whole point when we set up the book was to try to. I thought that. You know, because I'm not a big whiskey person as a sort of mm-hmm. default. That actually hearing Jim talk about it would have been was quite interesting and just yeah. learn a little bit about it. So he, thought, uh, here's my opportunity to try and demonstrate what I've learned over the last few weeks. Absolutely. So, I don't think he's done one of these. Okay. It's a Glen. Can you see that? It's a Glenfiddich. A Glenfiddich, right? Very nice. Single malt Scotch whiskey. All right. And Glenfiddich are a tiny tiny bit of research come from the grant family more probably more famous for their vodka these days i would have thought um mm-hmm. distillers but scottish you know distillers but it's a it's a it's a nice drop well well uh well kent you can get it pretty much uh from most good um uh hostelries uh, and this particular version is the rich oak version mm. so it has been i have to read it off the really small writing on the uh, on the label but it's a 14-year single malt, so, you know, decent wow. drop. Okay. Uh, delicately finished in new American and Spanish oak to create a complex harmony of lively fruit flavours and rich new oak. It sounds like a, a whiskey to respect and, uh, you know, savour. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It was a gift, this. It's quite, you know, it's a nice, a nice drop. Nice. So, I'll try, and, I'll try and do what Jimmy does each week. So, okay. Here we go. Try and get the sound of the cork. Let's do that. Oh, oh that? I, I heard that. That was good. Time. Yeah, a little pop. It's quite good. I'll do it again. Try not to bang the mic. Oh, beautiful. Oh. Smells like whiskey, sir. Smells like whiskey. Good start. 
Okay, so I've got my glass. What you got there? A nice glass there, Bruce? What kind of glass a is nice that? Glass. Well, and I mean, I got a nice. I got one of the roundy ones with the with the stick on the bottom. Oh, it looks like a looks like a wine glass, Bruce. Well, I mean, a good friend of mine drinks beer out of that. Is that not the same? Appropriate, I would say. Okay, so I mean, it's just a glass, right? Absolutely. He never talks about the glass, really, does he? No. There we go. Oh. Put a put a jug in there. there Still smells like whiskey. There Looks like whiskey. Okay. Now, yeah, okay. Now, I'm pretty sure James every week says, whatever you do, don't taste it before you drink it. So, I'm not going to do that. Okay? But, yeah. Okay, smells strong. Okay? Okay. So, I'm just going to, I'm just going to add, he normally says like a drop or two, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Just a... So... Got some Schweppes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Schweppes lemonade. No, nothing at all. I'm enjoying this a lot. Uh. <laughs> just, just a drop of, a drop of lemonade in sorry. your whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Just going to fill it up a bit. There we go. So for those at home watching... You see that's changed yep. the colour. Look at that. Oh, look at that. It's gone nice and pale now. It's beautiful. Sorry, this is a YouTube one. It's now... Now not as dark as it was. No. Okay. It does seem a lot lighter. Right. I'm gonna try it. I'm just gonna try a wee bit, sorry. Okay. Oh. Oh, Mikey. <laughs> it's warm. <laughs> How are the bubbles? Oh no. Yeah. Mm. It's alright actually. Lemonade's a bit flat, it's not it's not necessarily helped, so oh. I'm just um I'm just gonna cool it down a bit. Oh, okay. Alright. Just How are you doing that, Bruce? Oh. Uh, well, just going to put the ice in. <laughs> couple, of, that. couple of ice cubes. I'm sure he's done ice, no? Can do no harm. Oh, there we go. A couple there of ice go. cubes in there. There we go. <laughs> like a like a cocktail or something. <laughs> <Very nice. sighs> Tastes like whiskey and lemonade, Ty. Whiskey and lemonade with a nice bit of ice. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, well, Beautiful. that's ideal. Beautiful. I mean, he makes it so much more complicated than he does. He does. It's yeah. simple. It's simple, really. I mean, would you recommend that as a drink, yeah. Bruce? Uh, you know, to others. I mean, it's very nice, Si. It's refreshing. It's quite cold now, so you know, it's got that nice kind of cold flavour as it goes down. You know, the the lemonade's got a kind of lemony mm -hmm, kind mm -hmm. of you know notes in it. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. You know. Well, it certainly looks very refreshing alcoholic. from here. Yeah. Still smells like whiskey. And tastes the same from a from a wine yes. glass. Yeah, yeah. I think the wine glass. Well, what's nice about the wine glass is I can hold it. You see, ah. it's got a nice, it's got a nice wee kind of handle for I can. That's good thinking. Can so James can't do that. That's yeah. good. Mm. 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 And I can just glug it. It's lovely, and there's no burn. You know, he always talks about the burn and all that. Yeah. Well, it's not, no, no, that. Yeah, it's just yeah. that sounds much more it's palatable like nice... just to be able to drink it down in a couple of gulps. Brilliant. So there you go. Um, Beautiful. I, I well, mean, obviously, we better check with Jim if if I've done that right. But you know, there you go. Whiskey of the week, a uh, Glenfiddich, um, uh, Glenfiddich rich oak with um, nice. lemonade and ice. Yeah, thanks, Bruce. Thanks, thanks for that lemonade top. I'll try to put it back on. No, you're welcome, man. Honestly, I'm I'm, I'm available anytime. For well, it's good to know if James can't make it, we can we can still do this whiskey of the week section. 
I didn't want to let our listeners down, you know, without without having it. So no, people. Yeah, I mean, people uh, listen for that. I think alone probably. So yeah. you know, thanks for keeping it going. All right. Uh, good. Well, you know, let's move on from that then to. Um, I do have. Uh, I have some birthdays this week, uh, Bruce. I don't know if you're interested Ooh. in doing the birthdays again. Uh, I do like a birthday. If, uh, after I've had basically zero out of about five so far. Well, we've got three this evening to test your okay. luck with. Um, the is one of them my sister. Oh, it's not. Is it her it's birthday? His, it's, it's his birthday. It's her birthday. <laughs> it's her birthday today. Should have said that earlier. Oh, forgot. Fantastic. Wasn't until I had the whiskey. I remember. <laughs> forty. So she, Can you believe that? Forty. Forty. Blimey, that makes us yeah. or me feel uh, quite old, actually. Yeah. Um, sister's forty. That's scary, huh? Well, happy birthday uh, to, to to your sister. Uh, she obviously shares a birthday with Glenn then as well. So you know, it's, Apparently it's a so. big day, big day for birthdays. Um, right. So, uh, well, and uh, talking of birthdays, then we've got three more here for you to try. Uh, they're all sort of um, in the media, I guess. These three. So, um, okay. the first one is Stephen Moffat, who is probably best known for writing. Um, uh, Doctor Who um, and uh, the Sh- Sherlock I believe he wrote the Sherlock series as well with uh, Cumberbatch in it mm. um, so how old uh, would you say Stephen Moffat is today in fact Stephen it's his Moffat today. Yes. oh as well another 18 yeah. um, I am going to say he is I reckon he's about a decade older than us so I'm going to say 54 wow well, you're being very kind to him uh, or not to us oh. one of the two Um He's actually 60 today. <laughs> 60. 60. Ah, okay. uh, so if he's listening, I know he does listen. Um, happy birthday, uh, Stephen. Because um, I'm next so, one on so the young list. at heart, so you see. Exactly, that's what it is. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's another conversation to have some other time. Um, right, Gordon Ramsay. What do you think? Uh, how old do you think Oof. he is? Uh, now, he was on November the 8th, actually. He was last week or something. Ooh, okay. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Well, he must be in his now surely i mean maybe mm, well mm. okay i'm going to split the difference between Stephen, what's his name and what my first guess so let's go for 58 oh well you're you're very close with that uh, according to my sources he is 55 um oh, right okay born in 1966 uh so yeah He's 55, and I think his hair is about 13 or something like that. So it's all his new hair he's well, had. Well, yeah. So, um, I mean, he's, he's an angry man, so I'm surprised that, uh, you know, he's, he's aged well for a, for a man who spends well, yes. so much of his time raging. <laughs> uh, I believe we first became aware of him uh, while we were living in Glasgow uh, all those years ago in his Kikuri program he had uh, in the afternoons, whatever that was called. That um, young man. Um Right, and the third and final one this evening, nice and sweet and short, uh, Gerard Butler. Gerard. But Gerard Butler. How old do you think no. he is? No. He is probably going to be of a similar vintage to Gordon Ramsay, would be my guess. He's, he's probably... Mm-hmm. Yes, because he's... He's been around a while. He's one. He's a Hollywood chap, so he's probably mm-hmm. younger. He looks younger than he actually is. So, fifty-five. Uh, he is fifty-two. 
52, oh. so not far yeah. off there, Bruce. November the 13th mile away. was his birthday. Right. Uh, so no, they're all about this. Oh, about a bit in the same decade-ish, but uh, no, well done. You got really, yeah. really close yeah. on them. Um, good, so that's the three birthdays of the week, uh, done and dusted. And uh, we move swiftly on to uh, word, Scottish word of the week. Scottish word of the week, right. So I've got a Scottish word of the week for you right here. Okay. So this week's Scottish word of the week is innerly. 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 I double N E R L I E. Innerly. Right, okay. Yep. Okay. So is it to be social, neighbourly? Friendly. He's guy in a way. Okay. Is it to be uh, withdrawn? Oh, he's off the in a way. To himself, you know, so almost the opposite. Uh, or is it a very old Scots word for those that lived within the city walls? Ooh. So you're an in a way. Mm, or right. you're an. Utterly. That's interesting. Innerly. Innerly. I was waiting for the one uh, that he was always in on work on time sort of thing. I thought you were going to come out with that sort of thing. <laughs> Innerly. See what you did there. Um, Not like Jim for the book, <laughs> you mean. <laughs> exactly. Uh, right, you've got me there. I think, well, actually, I don't know. I, I like the sound of the last one. If you were in the sort of innerly within the walls of a town or something, that sounds quite good. Um, I suspect it's not that one, but I'm going to go with that one because I do like the sound of that one. So that's what I'm going okay. for. Okay. I'm really, really pleased you've gone for that one. I made that one. Oh, up. I was you? quite right. pleased with that myself. <laughs> well that done. Was a, uh, that was a red herring, my, uh, my man. Curse you. Uh, it was uh, innerly, is the first one actually, to be sociable and neighbourly. And yeah. friendly and kind. He's kindly. Right. Uh, instantly likeable. Ah. Yeah, he's guy in early. Much like yourself, so there you go. Much just like yourself. Well, I was going to say, just like just like us. Um, innerly. That's good. Nice one. Innerly. Uh, well, thank you for that. And, you know, a bit of education there tonight as well. So we've had you know, a bit of whiskey education, a bit of Scots word education. We've done a bit of politics. It's been quite highbrow tonight, Bruce. Quite highbrow. I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I think uh, I think all we've got left is to talk about Scottish independence. I, you know, surely this is the week that that that's it. That should be uh, the next topic that's of conversation. Topic of conversation. No, we'll have to have oh. a program dedicated we to that at some point. Uh, it's, it's getting uh, closer, I'm sure, <laughs> with every week that passes. Um, it will be happening. What uh, I forgot to mention earlier was um, I. Uh, I don't know about you. I'm quite excited by. Um, Cinema this week because it's Ghostbusters Afterlife is out is out this weekend. Ghostbusters Afterlife. I mean, I've only seen like a tiny excerpt of one trailer, so I haven't really quite grasped the well. It's what this is about and how it fits into the last one, the sort of the one with the four ladies. Well, I that, think they've basically they um, they've basically deleted the four lady one. I think that doesn't exist anymore oh, okay. from canon, as they say. Ah. Um, okay. This is sort of a direct follow up to the second one, I believe. Um, set right uh, you know 30 years later and apparently uh you know it's not spoilers but egon has passed away and uh 
this is about his family um and they 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 um inherit his old house and they find all the ghostbusters stuff and they uh have to battle ghosts but the most exciting thing about it for me is that the other three ghostbusters are in this one properly um oh, are they? Really? and they're back as not as random extra exactly they're back as ghostbusters so uh no i'm very excited about that and it's it's uh, i'm gonna go in and feel like an eight-year-old again watching it hopefully hopefully fingers crossed it doesn't let me down i hadn't quite appreciated that i thought it was just some random spin-off so oh okay well, now i'm excited yeah, yeah, i want to yeah, go exactly. that might be my first cinema trip for two years might be a go and see ghostbusters brilliant brilliant we should um yeah i went to see james bond a couple of weeks ago and i have to say i was quite disappointed by james bond oh really um yeah i don't know if you've seen it yet but uh it's, it's well, not, I've heard uh, it's brilliant and rubbish. There seems to be no in between on that particular right, movie. Okay, Folks, well there you like, go. Oh, it's a triumph. I think and I folk think it's absolutely pants. Mm, I think I fall on that. I don't think it's absolute pants, but I think it's not one of the bester ones. One of the better ones. I think it's quite weak, but uh, it has its moments. But I think in general, it was not the uh, bombastic James Bond we perhaps all hoped for after two years of not being at the cinema. Yeah, but anyway. Did uh, see Daniel Craig go? Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I did quite like him as Bond. Yeah, I think he was quite good. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see what they do next. Uh, lots of rumours and uh, speculation, but uh, who knows? I don't know if you're in, in. You put your hand, hat in the ring for it, Bruce. Have you? Um, I mean, they've asked me already, but I'm busy with work, so you know, I've got work commitments. Fair stuff. enough. It's all about the kids for you. It would give away my real identity as an actual spy so oh, that's know. true it might cause some issues yeah but uh it's oh well. a bit it's a bit too cut my cover would be too you know <laughs> be too be a bit too raw uh, unfortunately who do you think who do you think quickly it. sorry i know we're running out of time oh, who would you go for i don't i who would i go for i don't really know who i'd go for um i i think it would be very interesting to see a woman james bond somehow but yeah. I don't know. Jay Bond. Um, yeah. Jay Bond, yeah, I don't know how they. It says at the end of the film, James Bond will return. So, yeah. I don't know how they make James Bond a female. Do you know what I mean? If it's James Bond, yeah. how could it be a woman? So I don't know. So, But it yeah. would be quite interesting to see. I don't know who would play it or anything, but it would be quite interesting to do that. Uh, how about you? Any thoughts? Yeah. Um, not not particular. I mean, he's probably already too old. But Id- Idris Elba is the one that they always talk about, isn't it? Mm, as the, yeah, as yeah. The kind of as the potential. Yeah. I think it it might be nice for it not to be a a, a posh white guy. Mm-hmm. That would probably be my one viewpoint. I mean, I know the character is a posh white guy, but I don't know. We're trying to live in a slightly more multicultural and diverse society, so. Um, mm. Yeah. I don't know. I think it would be nice if it wasn't Benedict Cumberbatch or uh, <laughs> Henry Cavill. You know, nothing against. I think he's a great actor. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, Henry Cavill or you know, mm-hmm. who's the other one? There's another one. that's really posh. Um, you know, could it be a you know a working class actor? Could it be a um, you know, Ooh, say yeah. someone from a slightly different heritage, perhaps, rather than mm-hmm. uh, yeah. A woman would be would be great. I think would be interesting, but I think I don't know. Anyway, we'll see. We will find well, out. We'll see. I'm sure there are we'll conversations going on behind the scenes somewhere already about it. So I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, watch this space. But no, I certainly um, I wouldn't. You know, 
rush out terribly quickly to go and see Bond, uh, but I will rush out this weekend and go and see Ghostbusters. So, um, whatever yeah. you're doing... Does that mean Ghostbusters is going to be the play-out tune then, Sire? I, I, the nice Mel and Kim reference at the end of last week's book for those that stay to the end? Well, that is a good idea, Brucey. That's a very good idea. Uh, yes, I hope people enjoyed the Mel and Kim okay. reference uh, last week and the, uh, the music at the end. So this week, yeah, it could well be the Ghostbusters theme. It's oh. a good, good call. Ghostbusters tunes are an absolute banger. It is. Who, anyway, who are you going to right. call? Um, right. Yeah. Well, Brucey, whatever you do this weekend, enjoy it. Uh, it's been a pleasure speaking you with you that. tonight. Uh, it's been nice just, uh, you know, doing a two-hander. Uh, different. Oh, bless him. We've, we give him a hard time. We do like it. We actually like Jim. Well, we like him a lot. I, I like him a lot. I mean, you I know. know. He's a very lovely man. He's very kind. He's very generous. He is. He's always good, generous with your time, with his time. And, uh, and, yeah. and, uh, he's a lovely boy. He's a nice guy. Uh, and I hope he's had a nice evening uh, with his family celebrating right. uh, Glenn's birthday. Uh, but Hist you back. Hist you Hist. back. We shall be back in two weeks, uh, which is approximately the sort of uh, second, 4th of December, I think. 4th of December, something like that. Oh, in December. Um, so, no doubt we'll have some more stuff to chat about then. But uh, until then, uh, take care, Bruce. And we'll see you all real soon. <laughs> Hope you can edit that underneath beautifully. Good night. <laughs>